0: In this episode, we hurt Majima's feelings, Haruka visits an adult entertainment venue, and we get a Christmas present from Kashiwagi. Thank you for coming back from our replay reviews. My name is Leah. And my name is Kathy. We are two friends who are here to replay, review, and analyze your favorite video games. And since Kathy has never seen the games before, it helps me view them through her fresh eyes, almost like I'm discovering them again for the first time. We hope
1: it'll be a similar experience for you.
0: Do we just jump into scene one, chapter 11? Mm Mm-hmm. We are uh, trying to track down Kazuma. Kiryu is talking to the florist who thinks that Shinji's Akami is a worker at an exclusive club called the Shangri-La. But you need a membership card to get in. And it costs a million yen, which, now that I look back, that never happened. He <laughs> never had to give them a million yen, but we'll get there. Well,
1: the way this chapter opens up, it's pretty grim. You you have two bodies, Shinji and Reina, and for a moment, I forgot they're dead until I saw the bodies.
0: That is, yeah, that's a good point, because Kiryu mentions he had no one else to give them to. Mm-hmm. And so the florist was kind of taking care of it. That's really sad. Like mm-hmm. Shinji, he's in the Yakuza. Okay, I could see him not having a lot of connections. But Reina, why yeah. does Reina not have any family or anyone? And the thing is that her only family
1: really was Kirio and Nishiki, and mm-hmm. not not Nishiki anymore. But also, uh, fast forward a bit when they're talking about the adult entertainment store, Hideki was just toying with the the three of them, and it's <laughs> it's pretty funny to watch. These guys struggle to explain to her what exactly is a bathhouse. She's been through a lot, so
0: I'm not surprised that she's she's going on a new adventure. I know. <laughs> also, I think Kiryu takes her with him because he's left her with Date twice, and he's lost her both times. Yeah. But before we get there, Kiryu has to track down a membership card, and he has a lead, but the owner of it wants something in return fake passports from a forger that she's heard of. Kiryu finds the forger who tells him, eventually, after a lot of back and forth, that Kazuma had come to her five years ago asking to forge an entire person, essentially. So, first of all, let's break this down some more. We want a membership card from this woman who says, bring me fake passports instead from a master forger. And then Kiryu finds the passports gives them back to the woman who says "Uh, sorry i gave it to someone else because he was nice to me
1: if you recently just gave it shame on you for doing that and pulling a fast one on kitty but if you gave it a long time ago that means you never had it to begin with and you still ask for it so either way you're not innocent
0: it's stupid and then also he has to go get it from this guy now But we already had fake passports made. If we can make fake passports can we not make a fake membership card? That's what I thought. I mean the only reason why I can think of
1: to not is they don't know what it looks like. But Mm -hmm. still I'm sure that they they run a good business that they probably know everything there is out there and
0: they could easily make one. That's what I'm thinking. But what do you think of Kazuma having a connection to this lady? I mean first of all Again, Kazuma knows every single person on the planet. <laughs> he, he,
1: yeah, seriously. My first thought was what was he doing five years ago that requires him to do so? And it's, again, not surprising that Kazuma is doing some kind of planning that is probably going to have a huge impact years later down the road. So, five years ago, he already started the ball rolling for something.
0: He's up to something again. So Kiryu is headed to Shangri-La, and on his way, he gets a text message from none other than Majima, and he informs Kiryu that some men have been following him, and instructs Kiryu to get into a nearby cab that he has already arranged. The cab takes Kiryu to Majima, whose plan was apparently to have Kiryu fight these guys <laughs> alongside Majima, and they turn out to be ex-Dojima members who have not forgiven or forgotten that Kiryu has killed Dojima, even though it wasn't Kiryu.
1: Is this a trap that Majima has other motives for getting him where he wants? Like, obviously he wants to fight Kiryu, but why under these circumstances? And did he arrange for Dojima's men to, to be there?
0: It's a good question, because he concocts a lot of scenarios in order to fight Kiryu. But after calling these guys butt balls... He does get shot by one of them. Hmm. So I don't think that he arranged this. I think that he Kiryu really was being followed. I mean, it's Majuma. Who knows what he's up to? Exactly. I mean, how nice of him to mm-hmm. <laughs> to give Kiryu a heads up and then fight with him. And then he gets shot, falls into the ocean, and Kiryu just says, Oh no, there's no time <laughs> There's no time to help him and leaves after Majuma just saved his butt. It's a metaphorical slap
1: to the face. So some more slapping involved in, in this game right here. I <laughs> and I think the main reason is either that Kiryu just kind of wants Majima to die so he would stop bothering him. <laughs> or he just knows that Majima's very competent and he'll save himself. Either way, I thought that Kiryu should have given him a helping hand because that's what... Majima did, and that's why Majima is involved,
0: and that's why he is shot. Does it really take that much time to run over, extend your hand, pull a man out, and dial 911? He's a knucklehead. Kiryu is obviously not thinking straight. I mean, I love Kiryu, but sometimes he is is kind of a meathead, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Kiryu heads back to Shangri-La, because who cares about Majima? They're a little upset that he brought a child, which, yeah, it's fair, he looks pretty creepy. To get them to allow him in, he punches a statue, mm-hmm. which, which crumbles. Uh, it, it works. And eventually he and Haruka are able to find Akemi, who gives them quite a bit of information. But Akemi's not surprised that he's with the kid and doesn't even
1: question him. Compared to the other people, they're like, why do you have a child with you? And Akemi's like, oh, cool, and doesn't even acknowledge <laughs> it, and then proceeds to start smoking so Haruka's going to be secondhand smoking.
0: She's growing up a little too fast. Mm-hmm. But some information that we learn from Akami is that Kazuma was in fact here, but Shinji's associate from the Omi Alliance, Tarada, came to get him. Kiryu asks if she's sure that he was on Shinji's side, and she says yes. And then she says that Tarada took Kazuma to a boat in Shibara. She also gives Kiryu another helpful little nugget. Apparently, Shinji said the Nishikiyama family is not only looking for the $10 but also Sarah's will, as it contains the name of the fourth chairman. And they think Nishiki wants to destroy it so he can make himself chairman. Which gets me
1: confused when I was thinking about that, because if you destroy it, then isn't it up for grabs? The only way I can see Nishiki being the chairman is if he takes a fake one out. He destroyed the actual one and present the fake one.
0: Yeah, is the goal to just destroy it and then say, Oh no, there's no will. We have to pick somebody. And then that's when he makes his move. But they are interrupted by a a bang. And of course, it's Majima. He's driving a giant truck straight through the walls of the building. He has a lot of goons with him. Kiryu fights them off. And then we get down to Majima who has a hostess hostage And he kind of asks her to date him. (laughs) And then she says, no, I'm in love with someone else. And he lets her go. And it's kind of an ominous tone for a while until he lets her go. What did you think was going to happen? I thought maybe
1: he would kill her. Majima was holding a knife to her throat. It was obviously implied that he would kill her. So I I was worried that Majima would do that. And we, we know Majima's a bit crazy these days. The fact that he just crashed into building, you know, he's not a bit stable. He's totally livid that Kiryu left him to die in the water.
0: In the end, he lets her go and says that he values honesty and that just like this lady, he doesn't fake anything for anyone and he respects that. So why is Majima doing this? It kind of seems like a big leap in intensity if he's still just trying to get Kiryu to fight with him. I think it's going to hurt his feelings. I think Majima's one of those characters where there's a lot of... Uh,
1: shoot, I forgot the word. Dichotomy. I don't know if I'm using it right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Majima's the type of character where he has a lot of different personalities that all just blend together. Because on one hand, he like wears his heart on his sleeve. He... Is very emotional, like he shows how much he cares for Kiryu, but at the same time, in a blink of an eye, he immediately switches personality and is mad that Kiryu isn't falling in line with how he thought it. And it's almost like he has multiple personality disorder. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he forgave Kiryu for leaving him to die.
0: Yeah, I don't think he is the type of person who's, I forgive you. I think it's like, I'm mad at you, (laughs) so we're going to have a fight and then I'm over it. I think all of this is kind of a show fueled by some hurt feelings because even Kiryu says I can never get a read on you and we know from Yakuza 0 that Majima does not want to be predictable and so I think this is just part of his show. I don't think he really wants to hurt people but I don't think he he minds them getting in the way. He also punches the floor out (laughs) of the building with a single punch. Why shouldn't he be mad at Kiryu or have his feelings hurt? I mean, he's taken a knife to the gut and now a bullet for mm-hmm. Kiryu. <laughs> he didn't have to take those. It's just an its
1: an obsession with Kiryu. He wants to, like, own him. And if he gets hurt, he wants to be the reason to hurt him. But he also wants to protect him. So it's that weird push and pull thing that he has in his relationship with Kiryu.
0: It's almost kind of like he's Sagawa and Kiryu's Majima from Y-Zero, where he's sort of like a protege. He's kind of proud of him and wants to make him better, but he's also like, don't forget who I am. So we're back at Purgatory now, and Date tells Kiryu that the MIA are intensifying their search for Kiryu. Anything before we jump into Chapter 12? Nope. All right. Based off of Akami's intel... Kiryu heads to the boat and finds Kazuma. But before they get in to meet him, they run into Tarada, who Haruka recognizes as the man who freed her at the batting cages and told her about the pendant.
1: I do want to give credit and recognition to how amazing Haruka is for staying calm enough to recognize who helped
0: you when you're getting kidnapped. And that just answers one of the questions that we had. I agree. And when Kiryu kind of asks why are you doing this? Trotta says that he owes Kazuma a debt, just like everyone else. <laughs> I'm wondering at this
1: point, is Kazuma helping people like he's doing all these side missions just so he gets these uh, favors. I, favors and everything? Or what is Kazuma doing that helps earn people's trust and favors? Could it be?
0: We know he was an assassin and he was yeah. damn good at it. Could he be killing people <laughs> for people? Because that would be a pretty big debt. You would definitely owe someone a lot mm-hmm. if they killed for you. Trata leads Kiryu to Kazuma. He first of all says, sorry, I've put you through a lot. And he kind of says this in Zero as well.
1: He's put everyone through a lot. He literally put Tachibana into a lot. Into the yeah. ground. <laughs> yeah, into that kind of lot.
0: I'm going to have a lot more to say about this man later, so I think I'm just going to hold on. (laughs) But it turns out that Kazuma asked Tarada to look into the uh, Tojo clan, and especially the Nishiki family. We can assume that Nishiki's alliance with the Omi was false, and it was really just Tarada playing him to keep tabs on him. So then Kazuma decides, now it's time to tell Kiryu everything. Let's be honest, he could have found a way. If Shinji could call him, Mm -hmm. so could Kazuma. So he says, I'd like to fill you on what happened in the past 10 years. Big surprise. Yumi is Mizuki. You definitely called that pretty early on. I don't know if it's as surprising as I wanted it to be. Or if the real surprise is who Haruka's father is. It's Jingu of the MIA. I wouldn't
1: have thought that. I actually, right before you played the next scene, we paused. And in my notes, I was saying that, do you think Haruka's father is Nishiki or
0: Kiryu? Or Dojima. Oh, no. I know. I wanted it to be someone but I think Dojima, as messed up as that would be, would be a good twist. That would be a ridiculous twist. He also then reveals that he's been helping Yumi recover her memories using photographs. Or he had been helping Yumi recover her memories. And her reaction to a picture of Nishiki tipped Kazuma off that he was the one who killed Dojima. And so apparently because of this... Kazama said that he didn't tell Nishiki that Yumi is alive and well?
1: I got really confused. One, why is Kazama trying to help Yumi recover her memory? And two, exactly that, I feel like I'm missing something. The the jump between seeing a reaction to Nishiki doesn't imply that he is the one who shot the gun or anything, or like that he's a bad guy. If anything, what if... He showed a photo of
0: Kiryu and she just reacted the same, right? Like, Right. They were both there. It's a bit presumptuous. Right. It would never fly in court. Hearsay. I guess, first of all, I think why he was helping her recover her memories is just, I want to say it was just because, he, why wouldn't you want your memories back? But I always feel like Cosmo has an ulterior motive. I just do. I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah. Why does the fact that Nishiki killed Dojima mean that he can't know about Yumi, or even that he can't be trusted? When we know that he was doing—he did it to protect Yumi. What was so bad about it? I don't understand. I don't understand why Kazuma. It sounds like he just kind of turned on him. We know he lied to him about someone he was in love with, which is pretty cruel. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you, why? What? Why? I—I <laughs> I also don't understand. Why is
1: it that she needs to hide from everyone? Like, if she already forgot her memory, she's in no danger for confessing that. Nor, even if she remembered, would she confess and then immediately get both of them in- thrown in jail. The only thing that would make sense is Kazama's planning some kind of other plan.
0: I agree. And I think this is proof. Because we've been saying, like, why does it feel like Nishiki not treated the mm-hmm. same? <laughs> or even treated poorly? And this is just proof of it. What did he do that was so wrong? I don't understand it. And then at some point, Jingu, who had been to the Tojo clan often, met Yumi. Apparently they fell in love, and that's when Haruka was born. But then Jingu got a proposition to marry like the prime minister's daughter or something. And so Yumi was like, I'm go out. ahead. <laughs> go ahead, I guess. <laughs> and then they, uh, Yumi and Haruka were being used to blackmail Jingu who then asks his friend Sarah to kill them so that the blackmail doesn't ever happen again. So then we see Sarah overseeing the hit, mm-hmm. which Kazuma prevents, and it sounds like he was able to c- convince Sarah to just hide Yumi and Haruka instead of killing them, which is when Yumi becomes Mizuki. And then this man holding a gun, actually it was Kazuma holding the gun, that saved Yumi, uh, is what brings her memories flooding back.
1: So a lot to uncover right here is that to answer one of the original questions about uh, how Kazama is earning these fears and people are like, oh, I owe him my life. So I feel like this is an example of saving Yumi and then Yumi is spared. She literally owes Kazama her life. She helps him out when needed.
0: So it turns out Kazuma and Sarah had been hiding Yumi and Haruka this whole time, and the 10 billion was never the Tojo's, it was Jingu's. And then Shimano arrives. Okay,
1: multiple. My, my thoughts are really scattered here in my notes, so I'm just gonna throw them out there, and they're not gonna be in chronological order from how we see it. Is that it said that Yumi had a hole in her heart, and Jingu helped fill it? So what was this whole, like,
0: where, what? I feel like it's referencing Kiryu. Kiryu is not in her life anymore, but she didn't know what it was that was missing. Mm. But then we'll come to know at the end of the game that this doesn't really make sense. So I think that this whole line Mm -hmm. is dumb. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a
1: dumb question. Okay, so I'll just move on. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing is, that going back to... Kazama, knowing that it's Nishiki who did the murder, is there a reason why Kazama just let it happen like that? Or why didn't he get Kiryu back out of jail and then Nishiki in jail? Or do you think that it was strategic that there's going to be a plan so he's going to let Kiryu continue to take the fall, finish out his 10-year prison sentence?
0: That's exactly it. He wants to prevent Kiryu. before Before he runs to go help Nishiki and Yumi, he's like, don't go. Let me figure this out. But then when he learns Nishiki does it, he... And I don't know when this realization happened in correlation to when he gave Nishiki his own family. But Mm -hmm. maybe Shimano's right and he did give him and he couldn't handle on purpose. I don't understand any of Kazuma's choices because we know he wanted to help Kiryu. So yes, why are you sitting on this information as Kazuma... And not you're not helping anybody with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what about Sarah? Because right now, Sarah, who went from being super perfect in my eyes, is literally helping support a man who would murder his child.
0: Yeah. It all seems a bit out of character for Sarah from what mm-hmm. we've seen. But I think that they did have some sort of beneficial partnership. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that that is the only reason he really went along with it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, in the end, he sort of backed out when there was another option mm-hmm. offered to him. And then my last random scattered note is
1: Kasama must think highly of Arika to know she can handle knowing her own father tried to
0: murder her. Yeah, that was pretty rude. <laughs> <laughs> and he barely acknowledges her. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Like, not even like, oh, by the way, your dad is this person. It's like, oh, yeah, here's your who your dad is, and he wants you dead. <laughs> yeah. All right, so after Akiryu fights off uh, a million people, including a saw wielding person who definitely reminded me of Frank Minera from Outlast Whisper lore, he is reunited, thankfully, with Haruka, Kazuma, and Tirada because I don't know how they got off that boat before it exploded, but thank goodness they did. They are unfortunately cornered by Shimano, who calls out Tarada for pretending to be on my side and betraying Nishikiyama. But he says that he was spying on Tarada and knew it the whole time. First question. Do you think he really knew it the whole time? No. I mean, (laughs) I don't like to brag in this game, so... Especially Shimano. And this was my question. Maybe we'll just move it here, because... Shimano says Terada was basically playing both sides, pretending to betray Nishikiyama to get Shimano's trust. It sounds like, and so this is how he was keeping tabs on Nishiki and the rest of the Tojo clan, including Shimano. I don't really feel like I
1: feel like Terada's competent enough that if he wanted to know, he doesn't need to be like all friends and cozy with you. Like he would get things done, and he have. The connections to get information. Like, he wouldn't need to pretend to side or betray anyone.
0: I think it's because he's doing a favor for Kazuma. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it's, like, Omi-sanctioned. So I think he's kind mm-hmm. of doing this on okay. his own. Maybe. For whatever reason, he needed to gain trust. Maybe there's just more information in it for him in that mm-hmm. way. I guess Shino wants Haruka. Why? Yeah, is the reason that, like, Lao wanted Haruka, is it because Jingu wants her dead and there's payout for that? I
1: still feel like Haruka is a missing piece in getting to the 10 billion, whether it's because, like, facial recognition or some kind of biometrics. I just feel like there's something about Haruka that's going to be the key to getting the 10 billion. Like, yeah, you can have it, but you need something else to get there, and I think Haruka's the reason.
0: Things are looking a little bit dicey until Kashiwagi shows up with some backup. Shimano is down but not out, and he tosses a a grenade. And I saw that grenade in the background, and I don't know why when this man is still conscious. Kiryu walks away instead of kicking this grenade into the into the ocean.
1: I was actually kind of different than you. I was wondering, why didn't Kiryu push Shimano into the water?
0: <laughs> the grenade goes off, very close to Kazuma and Haruka. But Kazuma does a good thing. I'll give him that. He takes the brunt of the blast for Haruka. And Torada shoots Shimano. A bit too late. Yeah, where was this gun during the fight is my question. I think we gotta do a so- pause to do a so long for Shimano. Our, our big baby Shimano. Mm-hmm. Mother... I mean, if nothing else, he tried
1: to murder a child because his plan to kidnap her didn't work. And so he's like, you know what? If I can't kidnap her, I'm going to kill her.
0: I have to agree with you. I think he's a great Yakuza, mm-hmm. uh, but a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. He's done a lot of bad things. He's betrayed people. He tortured Majima and cut out his eye. Potentially, uh, <laughs> potentially assaulted Majima in other ways. Go back and listen to, I don't know what episode it is, our Yakuza 0 episode from Mm -hmm. season one. We lay out a theory of some potential things that happened to Majima. And now he just tried to kill a child with a grenade. So there's really no redeeming qualities for this guy, but all of those bad qualities make him a good Yakuza. So if there's anything good we can say about him is he did his job well. So long, mother... So long, mother... Thankfully, Haruka is fine, but because Kazuma took the brunt of the blast, he's on his way out, and he has some confessions for Kiryu. He first tells him that he, Yumi, and Sarah stole the 10 billion yen, and that Jingu was using the Tojo clan to launder money. And my first question is, I don't really know how you do that. I don't really know how you launder money through a criminal organization because isn't the whole point of laundering money to clean it? That's what I thought.
1: He, it's a reverse money laundering. So
0: I'm really confused. I don't really know how you do that.
1: But my question is, do you think that Sarah knew that that's what Jingu was doing was he was money laundering through Clean? And that's why he kind of flipped the switch from wanting to help out Jingu and be supportive to like, no, I'm going to take all your money? Or do you think he was always part of the plan until his interaction with Kazuma? I
0: don't know. I don't know when he learned it, but it sounds like they stole this to out him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we know that, and that's a good question. Kazuma then tells Kiryu that he needs to go to Ares to save Yumi because she's in trouble. And then he hands Kiryu stare as well and says that the identity of the fourth chairman is Contained inside, I still somehow feel like he's not dead,
1: because as he was writing the will, he knew that Nishiki and Shimano would be after him. I still think that he's alive, and he's probably helping out Yumi with the hiding part. But that's just my theory. No comment.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm okay. No comment. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. Watch me be wrong.
0: Also, though, you just pointed out something to me. Where's Kashiwagi?
1: Oh yeah, that is a good point. Where'd he go? Kashimagi's going to be so sad learning about this stuff.
0: (laughs) Did they task him with disposing of all the dead bodies and he's driving a truck full of corpses away? Like, where Where is he? Yeah,
1: and I'm curious how, if Nishiki was there, even with all their differences, would he feel sad to see Kazama dying? Forget all the things that have happened in the last 10 years. Is he going to feel like... He's losing another person that's important to him.
0: I don't think he's feeling anything. I think he turned mm-hmm. off all his emotions after his sister died. Mm-hmm. Because it's all just been too painful from everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I think he he turned it all off. And I think that's why mm-hmm. he became who he became. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. So I don't know. Would it be enough to break that? Who knows? All right. So yeah. Cosmo's deathbed confessions, they just keep rolling. He now tells Kiryu that he's the one who killed his parents. But not just that. Sunflower is an orphanage for the children of the people he's killed. And Kiryu's response to all of this? It's okay. No, it's not okay! <laughs> what she part did. of this is okay? Stop! <laughs> I, the
1: only way I can justify is that like, you know, he's dying, and he's like, it's okay, just, like, in a soothing way of, like, it's okay dude, to die and stuff. I don't know. I, and the fact that so calls and pops after that, and it's just, blood is not thicker than water.
0: Well, yeah, okay, I could see your point of he just wants to make this man feel better on his deathbed, but then he yells into the night sky, you were my true father. <laughs> Don't, I don't know how you say that. That makes me think that he, he wasn't just making him feel better. Yeah. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm sure it's very emotional, and you don't know how you're going to react to this kind of thing, but I'm sorry. Not even a little bit of shock. Because not only did he kill your parents, he killed a lot of people's parents. Yumi's parents, Nishki's parents. This is unforgivable. I'm sorry. This is unforgivable. <laughs> This is like
1: the the most upset I've seen you in a while.
0: I've been holding on to this since Yakuza 0. Since before we oh. finished that game. This and Nishi's hair transformation and just his transformation <laughs> in general. But this specifically. To me, this is the biggest bombshell in the entire series.
1: It is a pretty massive one. Knowing that the link that bonds all these characters together is Kazama in a way where Kazuma killed their parents. And I mm-hmm. also have so many questions. Though, like, why did he kill Kitty's parents? How old was Kitty
0: when his parents died? And and just a lot of questions there. I'll just tell you that we'll get more information at some point. Okay. But how, how do we feel about Kazuma now? We know how I feel. But how do you feel? Because sure, he was an assassin. So he was going to be killing people. Okay, it's nice of you to set up an orphanage out of your abundance of guilt. But then to be involved in their lives and pretend to be their father figure. I definitely feel really wishy-washy because
1: I feel like I don't have enough data and information to really be able to completely side him in it's okay and it's not okay. But at the same time, he's killed a lot of people. (laughs) But then a hitman. He was a hitman, so... Lao, Lao Gui has killed a lot of people, too. And so I get accounts with the job.
0: Well, it's also perspective, because yeah. from our perspective, Lao Gui was the, the outsider coming in to the characters we're familiar with. But if you take it the other way, in a different story, Cosmo could be Lao Gui. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree that you, you could use more information to have a solid answer. Mm-hmm. But I think for the information we have now... Mm-hmm. I would call him a mother. But he did just try to. So here's where
1: I'm struggling with the mother versus a mother mm-hmm. respecter. And I have a few points on each side. So I can see him being a mother because of the amount of people he's killed. Of him just pretty much playing Tachibana in a way, knowing that it's going to lead him to his death, but he doesn't care enough. And he is just manipulative. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, redeeming qualities of him is he made an orphanage and he helped these these kids who could have been left to a worse orphanage, but it seems like he set them up for success. The reason why he's dying, too, is because he saved Haruka from the grenade. He's saved Haruka twice, actually. Once very recently and once when she was a baby.
0: Interjection? What? This time that he's saving Haruka, though, is it not kind of his fault that this is happening because he stole the 10 billion?
1: Well, here's the thing, though. He could have left her to die. He could have just, like, jumped away, right? Like, he knew it was coming, (laughs) but he decides to shield her with his body to pretend... Like, here's the thing, though. Anyone could have done that. Tirada could have also jumped in front of them and saved them, but no. He decided to take them out, not caring about Kasama and Haruka. So I feel like that it has to count for something. He could have let her stay in there, but he doesn't. He doesn't do that.
0: Yeah, that counts for something. Yeah, but I don't think that it's enough to redeem him, considering okay. the part he plays in the situation. Uh huh. And I think the main thing, because sure, a lot of people in this series kill people. hmm. So let's let's even just strike strike the assassinations uh-huh. from all of this. To me, the biggest thing i feel about cosmos i feel like he pretends to care Mm. i feel like he's less sincere than he makes himself come across as i don't think he cares for kiryu or nishiki or yumi as much as he, he maybe even he believes i think he always almost always has an ulterior motive and i think that the level of mind games and manipulation that he plays with is not something that we really see on the same level from any other character, mm-hmm. and I think it's wrong. And so that's the the main thing that I have problems with with this character is he doesn't stop; he keeps going, and he puts people in situations where they die, they go to prison. You know, like it's just it feels like he uses people. I'm I'm with you and. Here's
1: where I'm going a lot of back and forth. So I'm going to constantly play devil's Mm -hmm. advocate with myself. Is that, one, is why is he doing this? Is he doing it for the better of society? But at the same time, and I've made this point before, he's taking away people's control. Like People should have the option to do so. Like the whole Makoto, Mm -hmm. Majima situation is taking away their chance or their opportunity to do something. And I feel like that's what Kazama is doing. And that's the other thing is that even though he's doing all these bad things, the good things that he has been doing throughout the time, like saving Haruka and everything and, and creating this orphanage, and also the results of his actions, do those outweigh the the means to it? Do the cost outweigh the benefits yeah. or does the benefit outweigh the cost?
0: I hear what you're saying. I think the the issue is we've never seen it turn out good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because in Y-Zero, it's like, okay, your plan worked, but mm-hmm. how many people died? And then your plan was to just have control of the Tojo clan, to have your man, Sarah, mm-hmm. in control. Is that a good motive? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really seem like it's for the betterment of society because it's it's organized crime. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I don't think we have enough evidence to say like it's for good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough evidence to outweigh the manipulation.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to be able to change my answer as I get to see more of the results of what Kazama has done.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I think you can have yours as tentative. Here's where it... Why
1: I think ultimately it's going to be a very close to neutral tentative so long, Mother Respect, actually, is that all these people are saying that they owe their lives to Kazama and and the fact that Gideo also in the end still respects kazama kashiwagi one of my favorite characters is still siding with kazama just everyone and sarah trusting his will it's just like so many people trust him that i feel like he must have done enough good to earn all these people trust and i think he must be a good enough person to be able to get so many people to still stick with him till the end
0: i see that Mm -hmm. side of it and i think people like for like Torada and everyone else who says, oh, I owe Kazuma. Mm-hmm. To me, because of the one example that we've had of both sides is Tachibana. Mm-hmm. And that ended in, in not only his death, but mm-hmm. some other pretty tragic occurrences. I don't think we can say if it was, I'm helping you because I want to help you. Or if it's, I'm helping you because as part of my plan, Or I'm helping you Mm -hmm. because I could see using a favor from you would be really beneficial down the road. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel like we have more examples of him being manipulative and outright admitting it and apologizing for it. Yeah, One of the hardest things to redeem yourself from is using somebody who has so much respect for you, which is what he did to carry you in Nishki. I feel like that's one of the hardest things in my perspective because I value loyalty <laughs> to my core, <laughs> is pretty unforgivable. And I feel like that's why I put him solidly in the mother****** category.
1: I think if I was coming more from like the loyalty standpoint, I'd agree with you that, in a way, he's betraying people's trust because of his own personal missions to do certain things. Mm-hmm. and I And I can see that. I think for me... It's like everything nets out too close right now. Am I allowed to mm-hmm. say a mother neutral?
0: if you if that's where you're at?
1: I feel like I have to I have to go with mother neutral. I just don't see I, I don't know enough about the results and everything and I don't know if that even though if he did everything wrong, if he did it for the right reasons, but mm-hmm. the wrong way, I just don't know. i I'm not insufficient data. So I'm yeah. just going to say Mother Neutral.
0: Yeah, I see where you're coming from. There's more evidence for, for good deeds than with mm-hmm. a Shimano or an Oda. We'll keep your, your mm. tab open. Okay. For so long for Kazuma. So I guess so long, Mother... For Neutral. For Neutral. Oh for Neutral. For Neutral. Neutral with a hint of fucker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We have to not beep that.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty good one, I will admit. <laughs> we might let the beep rest for that one. It's <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's> pretty good.
0: <laughs> Anything else for this episode? So I'm curious
1: what you think the will is. like, Based off of your knowledge up to here, not based on your knowledge of everything. While theory-wise, I think Sarah is going to write Yumi that he's been secretly preparing Yumi to take on being a chairwoman. I don't know if you could tell me, does this get resolved at the end of the finale? Or is this going to bleed into... It will? The will? Oh, no. Like, everything.
0: I'm not going to answer your question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. But we'll get there soon, in the next episode. Most
1: of the time. I mean, I threw my theories out there, but most of them, I also don't expect you to
0: answer it. (laughs) Rhetorical questions. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. All right. We'll wrap up this game next week. You want to count us off? Yeah. Let's do audacity on one, three, two, one. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to send in any questions, comments, or game suggestions. You can find all our contact info on our website, replayreviewspod.com, or contact us directly through our site. Did we completely miss something? Are we way off the mark?
1: Or do you just want us to take a deeper look at anything from the game? We'll tackle any topics you all want to hear
0: in our season wrap-up episode. We also have a Reddit where we discuss anything we're curious about. Go take a look and let us know what you're thinking. Our theme music is Condemned by Eggy Toast. They'll play you out and we'll be back next week.